0: Welcome in to Outkick the Show. I am your fearless leader Clay Travis. I hope all of you are having fantastic Thursdays wherever you may be across this great country or this great land. We got a lot to dive into uh, but I want to begin uh, right off the top with telling you something that I think is incredibly important. The College World Series is the most underrated sporting event in all of America and I am going to continue to drive the bus on how much fun it is to be watching this product and if in fact you are not paying attention you should be. Last night more bonkers madness Vanderbilt was playing Stanford and let me just go ahead and say this for my money the two best schools in this entire country are Vanderbilt University and Stanford University. If you told me right now I have to go to any school in the country that I haven't already attended I would pick Stanford. I think it is an incredible place. Uh, There are obviously a lot of really smart people there. Campus is incredible. Uh, I like all of the business acumen that has existed in Silicon Valley even if a lot of times the politics drives me crazy. I think the reality is a lot of those guys who have founded businesses in Silicon Valley are actually... Uh, Deep down, in agreement with me on almost every issue but they're terrified because they're reasonable, data-driven, analytical people but they're terrified to actually say the things that I do because they're scared of the uh, current environment that we live in. But Vanderbilt and Stanford, to me two best institutions in the entire country. Stanford has a one-run lead. They are in control of the game They bring in their game one starter. If you missed any of this I would encourage you to go back and watch some of the highlights. Two outs, bottom of the ninth, two strike count. They walk the batter. They were one strike away from eliminating and ending Vanderbilt's season. Batter gets walked. Two outs still. Tim Corbin brings in a pinch hitter. Pinch hitter hits a pretty solidly struck ball into the hole uh, at shortstop shortstop makes a diving play doesn't really have a chance to throw out the runner attempts so anyway runner advances ball gets away first and third two outs up steps the leadoff hitter rips a single on the first pitch down the right field line game is tied then we get uh, a runners once more on first and third and one of the worst wild pitches you are ever going to see From one strike away to having their season over Vanderbilt scores two runs with two outs in the bottom of the ninth walk-off wild pitch and now we have got Vanderbilt going up against NC State on one side of the bracket the Commodores are going to have to win two straight games but in theory they're going to be able to now pitch Kumar Rocker and Jack Leiter the two best pitchers arguably maybe in all of college baseball so we'll see whether they can win two straight games there other side of the bracket we have got Texas uh, in the elimination game uh, going up against, who's Texas playing tonight? Mississippi State is waiting Texas is playing UVA Uh, I think Texas is going to win that game we'll see exactly what's happening like I said, Mississippi State is waiting on the winner side of that bracket whoever wins the Texas UVA game will have to beat them twice I'm just telling you trust me on this Watch these games. Gamble on these games. Kick back and enjoy these games. They are a lot of fun to watch. Props to the Vanderbilt Commodores. My double alumni status has me rooting for them. But I'd be rooting for them anyway because I really like Tim Corbin going for his third national title as the head baseball coach of Vanderbilt University. Vanderbilt-Stanford two best schools in America. Vandy gets the win. Uh, I want to talk about this story for a minute. Yesterday Jay Williams who I like I think he's a good dude I think he's a pretty smart guy I think uh, I enjoyed watching him play at Duke I believe that Jay Williams is a is really kind of a product of the toxic culture related to race that ESPN has created and I think he's so worried about making sure that he's keeping all the woke idiots happy that he sent a really dumb tweet yesterday and look I sometimes am going to send dumb tweets Anybody that is doing anything on their phone a lot of times you're going to do dumb stuff on your phone. That's kind of human nature, okay? So uh, Jay Williams, if you missed the story yesterday Jay Williams came out and said hey, just so you know, basically uh, he was trying to applaud the new hire of the Boston Celtics and he said it was finally time that the Celtics had hired a black head coach probably thinking through in his mind the idea that all the ESPN people try to constantly trot out there that Boston is a super racist city, right? Well, turns out that the Boston Celtics have actually had six black head coaches. Six of them. This is actually the sixth black head coach for the Boston Celtics. So Jay Williams comes back and says uh, not, hey, my bad, I was just trying to race bait. I was following the lead of so many other people at ESPN and I ended up saying something stupid. Instead, he claims that he was hacked. And everybody on social media just loses their mind because it's such a clear lie. Okay? So what you're telling us, Jay, is that someone made, went through all the trouble to hack your account and when they finally hacked your Twitter account, the thing that they decided to say was to congratulate incorrectly the Boston Celtics on hiring a black coach. That's what happened? Of all the things that somebody who hacks your account could do and they managed to tweet something that sounded and looked very similar to how usually you tweet and that was the entirety of what they did Look. Just come out and own the fact that you were race baiting that you were trying to win points with woke Twitter and that you made the decision and an error and you didn't remember Doc Rivers who was there only a few years ago and Bill Russell and Carr and all the other, Casey Jones all the other guys that have coached the Boston Celtics over the years and you just whiffed. People will accept I was dumb I didn't mean it Uh, and I just screwed up on Twitter a lot faster than they will accept a lie that they were hacked. And I speak of the culture that ESPN has created because Jalen Rose is representative of that culture. I don't know Jalen Rose. Never spoken to him. Don't have any relationship with him at all. But he does and says a lot of dumb things in my opinion at ESPN including today when he came on ESPN and he said that Kevin Love was a token because the NBA was afraid of having an all-black Olympic team. Now we can get into whether or not Kevin Love is a very talented player or worthy of being on the Olympic team. By the way, how many players are actually interested on being on the Olympic team particularly big men in general. But the problem with Jalen Rose's race baiting is The United States already had an all-black basketball team at the Olympics in 2016. So not only is he race-baiting and not only is he choosing to insult Kevin Love but he's doing it based on a factual inaccuracy. And the reason why this matters to me is when you do television there are a ton of people that are working on the program that could easily help you make sure that you get your facts right. I do television daily. I don't get every fact right. I try my best but when I get something wrong on radio, television, whatever it is I come back out and I say my bad I got a fact wrong because we can agree or disagree on opinions that's all fair and and valid but when you have facts wrong it means that your opinion should be less trustworthy. And the problem with America today is many people look at the end result and they don't follow the logic and I've been saying this for years and the analogy I've been using and I think it's a significant one is if I tell you Tom Brady's not going to win the Super Bowl this year a lot of you out there might say okay, you know, I like the Chiefs maybe the Bills are going to make a run maybe you like Matthew Stafford and the Rams there are a lot of different teams you can argue could end up winning the Super Bowl this year. But if I tell you I don't believe Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to win the Super Bowl because Brady's never won a Super Bowl before well he's won seven and that's a factual inaccuracy. So you might agree with my opinion about the Bucs not winning the Super Bowl this year in 2021 but you should trust me less because you know that my facts are wrong. And Jalen Rose has an entire team of ESPN employees who he could have easily said before he decided to insult uh, Kevin Love hey, I think the reason Kevin Love's on this team is because the NBA is afraid to have an all-black Olympic team. And then somebody at ESPN if they were intelligent which I hope some of the production assistants are would have said well, that's an interesting argument, Jalen. Maybe the angle to hit here is that Kevin Love isn't the best available big man but the flaw in your logic is the NBA has already sent an all-black Olympic team in 2016 down to Brazil and so your argument doesn't have any validity whatsoever in fact it's factually wrong. And this is a significant issue because it goes to the culture that ESPN has created where factual basis and veracity does not matter and all that their employees see in every single story is what's the race angle. It's not just black guys. Right, Max Kellerman is on first take and he came on first take and said I'm concerned that the first three draft picks might be white guys in the NFL draft. Why is that a concern? It didn't end up happening by the way because Trey Lance went number three overall but he was concerned that the first three players might be white. Why? Because he doesn't think white people are worthy of being drafted? Most people don't look at sports and see race. They see talent. This has been my argument for a long time in the world in general if you see race immediately in every facet of life it is not a sign of a positive thought it's a sign that you probably are a huge racist and not really that smart because the only thing you can see is immediately cosmetic identity which is some of the least interesting things about us. I've said this for a long time. I care very little about what sex you are or what race you are because to me, you can't choose either let's pretend that this is the case you can't choose your sex and you can't choose your race at birth. Those are identities that we all have at birth that we had nothing to do with. There's some of the least interesting things about us yet in the identity politics era that ESPN has embraced MS ESPN the woke all-stars that ESPN have embraced it's all that matters. And it strips away the fun and the excitement and the engagement of sports in exchange for identity politics which has no redeeming benefits so far as I can tell. And then it's also twinned with cancel culture. That is what ESPN has created. Identity politics wed with cancel culture and statements like Jalen Rose and Jay Williams are a result and Max Kellerman of that culture they have created it is a broken culture it is a fundamentally corrupt culture and worst of all it's a dishonest culture as we have seen over the past couple of days. Speaking of big story I don't know how much attention you're paying to this I care desperately about what's going on with China because we are in a new cold war with China only it's more complicated than the Cold War of the 1970s and the 1980s because it's a Cold War in which we are economically connected to China in a way we were never economically connected to the Soviet Union. And what is going on right now in China is they are gradually extending all of their cultural hegemony across all the world but certainly across regions such as Hong Kong the South China Sea and also Taiwan and Apple Daily is a major force for democracy in Hong Kong it is a newspaper online subscribers they have over 500,000 from Hong Kong they have stood up to the Chinese government Jimmy Lai is the owner who is currently in prison and China came into Hong Kong and they have effectively ended democracy and today or yesterday I'm not sure exactly on the time zone Apple Daily was forced to shut down because China has come in and exerted their will on the country and effectively ended democracy in Hong Kong. And as a result there is all sorts of uh, fear and I think it's a legitimate fear that China's next step is going to be to go after Taiwan. There's all sorts of semiconductor and tech related issues with how much is produced in Taiwan and that they may well invade and right now the United States policy is one of strategic ambiguity and no one out there is able to actually tell us what our response will be. But let me ask you this. Do you feel confident in Joe Biden making decisions as it pertains to standing up to China? Because I do not. That's why I voted for Donald Trump. Trump is imperfect. By the way, Trump is going to be on my radio show with Buck Sexton next week he will be our first guest. We are having no guest this week. We will have him on Tuesday of next week. But I don't feel comfortable in Joe Biden's ability to stand up to Chairman Z and everyone in China. And I think many of you probably agree with me and share that discomfort. So all of that as we break it down is going to be very interesting to follow. Uh, but it is a uh, major assault upon the free press, upon all of the ideals of democracy that many of us hold dear that we have allowed Apple Daily in Hong Kong to be shut down. I'm going to talk about defunding the police being officially dead in a moment but first I want to tell you look erectile dysfunction affects over half of all men but it doesn't have to make you feel like half of a man. Since 2017 my Dr. Hank has been making America hard again what an incredible tagline. Uh, My Dr. Hank helps you get low-cost ED meds and overcome the psychological and emotional barriers to getting ED treatment. They secure your prescription and then ship it to you discreetly every month from U.S. pharmacies all for as low as two bucks a pill. So don't wait. Join the movement to make America hard again. Go to mydoctorhankcom clay and sign up today. Tell Dr. Hank I sent you and he'll give you 50% off your first subscription order. That's mydoctorhankcom clay offer available only for a limited time. Uh, so as we are uh, rolling through here, uh, Chris Paul, by the way, is coming back from COVID for Game Three. If you're watching the Suns and the Clippers series, I like the Suns to win in four. Suns in four, guy would be happy. I think they're going to win in a sweep, and I think Chris Paul is going to come back tonight and have over 16 and a half points. I like DeAndre Ayton with the double double. If you just saw me on Fox Bet Live. We were just discussing all of our different gambling picks but I think Chris Paul is going to come back from COVID even though there's no reason that he should have ever been out super rested super ready to be able to go out on the basketball court and make a lot of plays. He has been over the last seven games of performing at an incredibly high level. I think that continues. I like the Suns to cover tonight and like I said earlier I also like DeAndre Ayton over uh, double-double and also over on Chris Paul points and I like Texas to beat Virginia fanduel.com slash clay is where you can get that bet in fanduel.com slash clay I don't know if you've noticed but everybody in the Democratic Party right now is running from the idea of defund the police as fast as they possibly can Why are they running so rapidly from the idea of defund the police? Because it is a monstrous disaster. Let me give you some stats. Just this year murders last year were up 30% in 2020 over 2019. They now are up an additional 24% in 2021. Why are murders skyrocketing at a rate we have never seen before in many of our lives Because we have delegitimized police in this country because we are not allowing them to do their jobs. Let me hit you with some data here. Uh, Atlanta. Homicides are up 58% over last year. This is why many of you watching or listening to this in in Atlanta Buckhead is trying to leave the city of Atlanta because that community doesn't feel safe. New York City. This is up off massive increases last year. New York City up 13% shootings are up 64%. Portland, Oregon probably the city that has allowed protesters to run rampant more than any other. Murders in Portland, Oregon are up 533% over last year. That's not a misprint factually 533%. In LA murders are up 22%. Shootings are up 51% in Los Angeles and in Philadelphia. Homicides are up 37% over last year. That is a fundamental failure. We have created a massive number of deaths because we haven't allowed police to protect the most vulnerable in our communities. And I want to read this. I read it yesterday but I want to mention it for a second straight day. A woman named Sandra Samuels said that in Minneapolis, where things have gone particularly awry, everything has fallen apart. In uh Minneapolis, the number of people shot citywide went up nearly 90 percent compared with the first half of last year. This is where George Floyd was. Shootings are up 90 percent. Okay, and. 200 members of the city's police force through retirement, resignation, and medical leave have all left and the result is the overall sh- murder and shooting and violent crime rate in Minneapolis has skyrocketed. And Sandra Samuel said that a nine-year-old girl named Trinity Otteson-Smith was killed by a stray bullet while jumping on a trampoline. Um, and she said For the last year I and my neighbors have watched black mothers react with incredulity when their child is killed in community violence and not by a white cop. Their tragedies do not trigger citywide protest rallies. People don't say their child's name and there are no citywide demands this has to stop. Kids all over our country are being murdered because we turned police into the bad guy. It is the biggest failure of a political argument, I legitimately believe this, in the 21st century. Everyone who argued to defund the police has blood on their hands all over this country. It is shameful what we have allowed to happen and young, innocent people are bearing the price for our decision-making as a country. I want to tell you about this company. They are phenomenal. They will hook you up. It is the Box of Awesome. This summer, as you get back outdoors to explore, take bespoke posts on all of your adventures, uh, adventures with a new lineup of essential box of awesome collections this is what I got most recently in my box of awesome collection a lot of different cool little things that don't cost very much money it's a good uh, gift for a man in your life who might otherwise be difficult to uh, shop for each box box costs only 45 bucks but has over $70 worth of gear inside you can get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code CLAY that's C-L-A-Y at checkout boxofawesome.com code CLAY for 20% off your first box. Finally, Rudy Giuliani's law license has been suspended uh, because of his advocacy for Donald Trump in the wake of the 2020 presidential election. Regardless of what you think of Rudy Giuliani this is a very bad precedent to set that if you advocate for someone that upsets one side of the political equation they will strip your law license. I have represented murderers I have represented alleged rapists I have represented people accused of domestic violence drug dealing a lot of clients that are not necessarily the best dudes that's part of the job of being a lawyer. Sometimes you make arguments to the zealous advocacy of your best ability that don't necessarily comport with what traditional standards of acceptability might reflect. And this is the job of a lawyer to zealously advocate as best you can within the law. And that's what Rudy Giuliani did. And that also is what John Adams did when he defended the British soldiers that were accused of shooting the citizens of Boston during the Boston Massacre. If you are watching me and you are somewhat young and you are thinking about law school what I would encourage you to consider is lawyers defend the good and bad in society. They represent all of the scope of human behavior. And if we start to make decisions based on the politics of of activism in the world of the law and stripping law licenses we are continuing to further circumscribe the acceptable speech of not just lawyers but also their clients because at some point every single person is entitled to legal representation and if we continue to argue otherwise then sometimes and at some point People who have arguments that might not necessarily be entirely societally acceptable will not be able to find lawyers to represent them which means that our criminal justice system our civil justice system will have failed. What New York did to Rudy Giuliani regardless of what you think of his arguments is wrong. It's a politically motivated censorship and the state of New York and its lawyers who they are representing should be ashamed of itself. My name is Clay Travis. DBAP, unless you need to SBAP. I appreciate all of you. Finish tomorrow's radio show. We'll have a full weekend with Buck Sexton. Lots of great feedback from you guys. If you're not already listening, I encourage you to do so. 12 to 3 Eastern, 10 to 1 uh, Central, sorry, 11 to 2 Central, 10 to 1 Mountain, 9 to noon uh, on the West Coast. 400 plus stations, 50 states. You can find us everywhere clayandbuck.com go sign up for the podcast today this podcast I'm told is going to start updating from an audio perspective soon I love all of you DBAP unless you need to SBAP I am Clay Travis and this has been Outkick the Show